Hey, party podcast people. Is that what you say? Party podcast people? Party podcast people usually, yeah. Party pa- okay. Hey, party podcast people. Uh, this is Jonner, and I'm here with Nicole. Yeah. This week, we're going to do something special. Um, there's a lot going on, and there is a lot of research that we're doing. And uh, Your co-hosts are we- fucking tired. we yeah we tired we tired so (laughs) um i you know i'm trying to like be professional or something nicole's like nah no is that the (laughs) is that the vibe we have on this podcast and you know what that's a good point so uh (laughs) we tired so um i thought that it would be cool to put up a episode of civil politics it is a weekly political discussion show that i that i'm on and produce on uh, a local radio station it is also part of the planet side podcast network which if you listen to the end of the episode which i'm sure that every single one of you does um you would know that this is part of the planet side podcast network (laughs) it is another show that that um is under our our umbrella including civil politics press start to continue and evidence-based radio so planetsidepodcasts.com, you can listen there. But we thought that this would be cool. This episode is called Riddit of the Poison Before Healing Can Begin. And we're talking, uh, this was on January 15th, and we're talking about healing and trying to uh, get past what happened on the 6th. So I hope everybody enjoys it. We will have a new episode in a couple weeks. And... Uh, Thank you for for listening. If you want to contact us about the show, if you're interested, the Civil Politics is at civilpoliticsradio.com. You can always get us on Twitter at SayThisCast. Enjoy. Yay. Yay. Good evening. And welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, once again seizing the the microphone and and taking over as host, and I'm uh, joined by my long-suffering comrades, John Roberts and Sue Timberlake. What do you mean you're taking the mic? We gave it to you years ago. (laughs) Sorry, I just... I wanted to puff myself up a bit. This seems like a good time to to, to spread nonsense because, I mean, everybody's doing it, right? Right? Ugh. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> anyway. Ugh. Long suffering. I, You know, this has been the week from – this has been a horrible week. Well, yeah. For anybody is, who's an American. I, I completely agree. Um yeah, I completely agree. And we're actually going to talk about that. Uh, we do love to hear from our listeners, and you can reach us in a few different ways. Uh, email is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, Facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is our community there. And at civilpoliticsfm is how you find us on the Twitters. And finally, uh, we do have our own website, which is called quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com. And that has recordings of previous episodes of the show and links to things we talk about. Uh, Our trusted source news search, which probably should be updated, but, you know, is still uh, has uh, news sources that all of us agreed upon were were interesting and reliable enough to, to be worth looking at. And, uh, oh, and the occasional supplemental episode. And actually, John, are we just, um, we are, we have just, or 
or are about to post a supplemental episode. We did a discussion of Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996, I believe. Yes? Yeah, uh, that is taking a little longer to edit than I thought. Um, there's a lot going on there, and I wanted to make sure that uh, everything was focused and easy to understand everything, so I'm going to be doing that for a little bit. But yes, it is coming. It's all those um, Bronx cheers I was doing when you guys were talking, I, I right? love it when you make us sound so erudite. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's Just because you substitute not, someone else's voices for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> erudite. Yeah, yeah. I, I know some voice actors. It's really, it's really great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, is that like when John recalls me an airhead? Is that the same thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes, it is. Wunderbar. So um, that's exactly what's going on. All right, guys. So uh, it, it, I, I don't want to talk about uh, what's going on in our political scene any more than you do, really. But we we should. We have to. So we will. Um the the biggest news this week uh and and politically possibly the biggest news in the world is quite simply that we have uh, uh the house of representatives has once again voted forward a a motion to impeach president trump which has been sent to the senate for trial uh unlike last time 10 republican legislators actually voted in favor of it and also tulsi <laughs> gabbard is gone so nobody stood around voting present this time so that's a plus. Man, just before it got shut down, I found out that Tulsi Gabbard was on Parlor. No kidding. Yep, because <laughs> that's a big surprise. Um, Did and, you but now her? it's but <laughs> now it's gone. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I it won't say, be back for a while. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I don't really have much interest in Parlor. Um, I actually signed up for it. Oh sure. Uh, I lost my will save. Uh, that I've been rolling for a couple months now, and I I I downloaded it like three days before it got shut down. <laughs> oh, so you got the app? Uh -huh. They just changed the servers too on them, right? Didn't they shut down the servers oh, now? Uh, so Amazon, Amazon Web Service, Services right. uh, yeah. kicked them off their the clients. actual host of the information that ran the app said no 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 and and kick them off the th the funny thing is uh par like when you build a program to go on amazon web services they they give you like tools and different ways of of programming things easier so to extricate that and then put it onto another platform would mean basically building the app from the ground the the architecture from the ground up so that's that parlor is going to be gone for a little while. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, trying, all the all the crazies are going to gab um, because that's like been a haven for white supremacists already. So why not invite more? Um, really hilarious. Really, really funny. Mm. Screw them. <laughs> yeah. time. And, and someday we're going to talk about freedom of speech and how this has nothing to do with it but yeah, that's literally not for another day well so <laughs> yeah. i i uh i agree and i think for another day i think there's an interesting discussion to perhaps be had thinking about um yes uh you know amazon facebook google twitter these are all private companies they are not the government 
They are not bound by the restrictions on the government's actions, uh, I think you know, codified in the First Amendment. Though. I think well, they and that, well, and that, that yeah. is the point. Um, you know, uh, I, I can't remember who it was who first pointed this out to me, but, you know, there, in a real sense, like when there are large matters of public concern, you know, public goods, which are being handled by an entity, you know, a private company, the government, whatever. But like when it's the the organization that is handling some important matter of general public concern, like keeping the roads operating or educating kids or or fighting fires, you know, whatever. Um, even if it's a private company, they're kind of sort of the government because they're doing this job that the government does. And so the money you're paying for that is in a sense tax, you know, taxes you're paying, even though they're not called taxes, you know, that there's a certain amount of bait and switch and sleight of hand involved, which I thought was an mm. interesting point. And, um, oh, interesting. Well, and, and so, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, Twitter can throw people off for violating their terms of service. That's just how it works. Absolutely. But at the same time, you know, uh, Twitter is a public square, uh, in a way that, uh, is is hard to find in the world um you know that that it, it's it's a new kind of public square but also uh increasingly a lot of american public discourse happens in online fora and discussions on twitter threads and so forth so you know i i get the uh, the point that like you know once we say yes shut out the the neo nazis we're acknowledging that it's okay for twitter to sort of curate public discourse and mm-hmm. I mean, on the one hand, yes, yes, get get the Nazis out. And on the other hand, it's like, yeah, I, I see your point that do we really want to rely on, you know, Jack Dorsey and, you know, the underpaid minions he's hired who are probably outsourced to, you know, somewhere in Mumbai uh, to to handle these important matters, you know, but I I, I think that's that's something where we need new legislation and we need new uh, thinking about how to handle these 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 matters of public concern. Yeah, you can't you that bare in, bones in our, the, in our current well, just in our current structure, like legally, the people saying this is free speech and censorship don't really have a leg to stand on. It's like nope, nope. Amazon can say, hey, we don't want you to be our client anymore. Bye bye, and that's it. So well, so sorry, not Jack, so even yeah. not even talking legally, just right. Getting down to it, if you want a if you want to see what a social media platform would look like if there's mo- no moderation then you look at 4chan and you look at gab and you yep. look at parlor mm-hmm. that's that's what you would get that's what you would get and that's the pro like the thing is that you have a public square you can leave the public square and if there's like nazis there then they'll eventually leave but they or they'll group together and then the police have to get involved and say you're planning a terrorist action or something. You have a you have Twitter as a public square. That means literally no moderation. And there would be no way for people to make fake accounts, fake like it would yeah. be chaos. Uh and there would and it would it would devolve into just a bunch of crazies. Yeah. yelling about stuff online so that's true it's and if not I, it's not happening that's not if, going to happen and if i set myself up under you know the 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 silverscape thermometer sign and the 
you know, main intersection in downtown Northampton. And I got on a little box and I grabbed my megaphone and I started saying, you know, uh, white men, white women, you know, blah, blah, blah. And quoted the whole like, you know, monologue that the Nazi does in the Blues Brothers, you know, whatever. And and also had a sign up sheet for like, yes, I want to smash the state and said, you know, sign up here, you know, like, yeah, you know, the Northampton Police Department could be like, hey, this is not cool what you are doing. It sounds like you are actually trying to incite people to do violent things and destroy property. No, stop, you know? <laughs> like there's, there's a certain amount of, can you get away with that in reality in the public square? So I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah you can't moderate. You have to have moderation on online forums or else it'll just be chaos and they'll be completely useless. There's a reason why they're useful right now is because they're moderated. Yeah. So that's, I think so. that's it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. no question. Yeah. Um, so and we all uh, agree that they devolve into something that no one would want to participate in. Yeah. I've been quickly. on 4chan. Yeah. There's no, there, there, there's, there's moderation on 4chan and it's like that. It's just very mm. light moderation. Think about that. That's insane. So uh, it'll it'll actually it'll be eight chan, where all the there'd be just that's where QAnon comes from, right? Uh, QAnon comes from a lot of different places. Uh, a lot of people gather on. I actually Q originally was on four chan. Oh yeah. Um, okay. And in the poll board if i'm if i'm not mistaken uh that's where they have the q drops a lot of the uh a lot of the really crazy people the really um i don't want to say crazy i'm sorry the really like dangerous people they uh go on 8chan because there's less moderation than on 4chan um actually funny story that's why 8chan was created because uh 4chan was actually moderating actually moderating so they're like screw oh, this people migrated away yeah. yeah yeah someone created 8chan based it in the philippines and everybody went over there anyway i could talk about the history of 4chan all day but <laughs> uh we had an insurrection so we could talk about that instead fair enough we sure did so fair much enough. insurrecting all well, the so, insurrections so folks so bringing it back Oh, ahead, Trump sir, got sorry. impeached again. Right. And <laughs> He's the only president was, to get impeached was, twice. Was, <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. He he loves to be the only one. He needs he he does he got like I that. mean he's probably sick of winning right now. And he's the only yeah. president who uh lost the popular vote in two consecutive elections. Yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong with our system. Yeah. Not, not even uh, not even George W. Bush, who certainly ha you know was is the runner up for worst president in the past hundred years. Not even George W. Bush managed that. So, <laughs> yeah. so but uh, actually, so tying back the discussion of impeachment and the president's uh, uh, incitement to insurrection, which is the the sole. Uh, 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 article article of, of impeachment. impeachment. That's that's what you know. That's what he's you know laid out to have done. Mm -hmm. Um. So uh, I just part of what happened, of course, was that there was debate in the House of Representatives about this this measure that they were considering, 
And several times there were Republican members of, of the House who were talking about how they were being censored and they were being stifled. And, you know, and uh, uh, one woman, I can't remember her name, but the woman who wanted to pack a gun on the on the floor of the House. Um, oh, she, the new member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the new um, member. Um, Green, I think. I can't remember her name. Raider, maybe something. I don't know. But uh, we can look it up. But um, she was wearing an actual mask that just said censored uh, as she was Jesus. speaking. And, and just as many people have pointed out, you know, when you're given a microphone and allowed to say whatever you like for, say, five minutes on the floor of the House of the United States, uh, you know, the House of the United, you know, the United States House of Representatives, y- you aren't being stifled. You are, in fact, having very powerful and effectful, an effectual forum for speaking. Um, that was that was, in fact, Mar- uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is the uh, oh, okay, the famed you. QAnon um well, uh, I was just going to say she's QAnon too. Yep. yep, she's QAnon, and she's the one who's trying to wear a gun into Congress or wants to uh, not go through the metal detectors. I guess I can't. I might yeah. be confusing her with someone with a different uh, newly elected woman who wants to pack a gun on the floor of Congress. But regardless, um, there is something. Sue, so I I, I kind of hate to try and make you continually be like you know the the conservative. Lauren, Bobert. Bobert, yes, is Bobert, the yeah. is the the gun token. Okay, one. Mike. We're all yes, friends here. <laughs> I hope so. Go ahead, but go for well, it. Just so <laughs> you know, what do you see going on? Like like does this resonate at all for you or or make any sense to you the way it's like I can't stand how I'm being silenced as I speak my mind on the floor of the House of Representatives, you know, like I am allowed, I'm speaking freely. My, my, my words are being entered into the congressional record for all time. And they're being reported on by news outlets around the planet. <laughs> well, you know, how if, are you being you go, silenced? <laughs> I, I kind of get it. I mean, I get, part of it is that they're not technically correct, but aside from that, you know how you were talking before about, you know, things that sort of end up being sort of a utility, like in yep. the production of milk, there was a period where you could only sell milk through. Uh, there was a, there was a company like a cartel that did or all the right. It was a cartel, and it's really a monopsony. There might have been two companies, but you know when somebody gets that kind of control. Remind me what a monopsony is again, please. I I, I feel like I should know, not, but I, you know, I'm, yeah, it's not. It's almost like an oligopoly. It's 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 a monopoly, but there's sort of like two companies in cahoots. You know, it's sort of like it's two companies, not one. You know, it's not a monopoly. I, I, and it's, so it's, it's a cartel it or a combine or whatever. Yeah. And it has more strength because it reaches down as they're vertical a little bit. So it, it and that that's sort of helping in the milk industry. Oh, you know, I see. I see. Of, so so it's it's like it's not just we own the, you know, the dairies that ship things out to the, the supermarket. We also own the yep. cows and we own the trucks and we own the supermarkets. Kind of. They just have enough control that there's there's a gate you have to go through. And when there's a gate like that, people do feel the constraint of it. And so I think some of the argument that my Republican conservative colleagues are making is that Facebook and YouTube are, you know, the only really big game in town. You know, the milk, the milk folks, you know, they set prices, you know, they gouge them. And 
you know, when you have to go through the only channel where there's censorship and you feel like you're being censored, I, I get the argument. I, I think that all of us feel that way as Americans with some of these big um, social media companies, but it's that constraint that they're actually speaking to. I don't think they're articulating it very well, but I think it's that kind of, geez, the only way I can get electricity is through the wires that are, you know, in my town. Yeah. And you know, they don't don't let me buy the cheapest electricity. So they kind of broke up the segments of it so that you can buy your electricity. You still have to come over the same wires, but you could buy the power from a different a different source. So I, I get I get the argument. I don't know, you know, if if they're just saying it and they really believe it or but I get the people it. that really do feel some some constraint. It, the thing is that it well one uh just so you know i i looked up like the specific in a monopsony a single buyer controls or dominates the demand for goods or services as opposed to a monopoly yeah. where it's one person selling everything one in a monopoly a single seller controls and dominates the supply of goods and services right okay yeah. so monopoly um, controls supply yeah. monopsony controls demand Got yeah it. yeah Thank and you. it's really that it's really that ability to to constrict it on several levels at the same time yeah yeah um yeah. So, i mean the the thing is that it, if you're gonna cry censorship that means you can't speak your mind you well, if you i milk, mean you uh, the milk like, folks would say yeah we can ship to indiana but, well, you know, the, really 90% of the business is here in Massachusetts and it adds to our costs and, you know, it's not free. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's there are outlets that exist, but I heard a great argument between um, – um, oh, I'm drawing a firing line fellow and Jermaine what? Greer. William F. Buckley Jr. Yeah, and, and he was, you know, pointing out all the way that women had, had been very successful. And she looked at him and she said, just because you have a person who escaped from the jail doesn't mean the jail doesn't exist. And I think that's the kind of argument that they're making, that it's really, you know, there is a, there is a profound pressure in social media and there's a profound uh, market power to the, to the major players. And when they behave badly, it, it does it. You know, if you were the only newspaper in town, sure, you could publish your own hand sheets and hand them out on the corner. But there's a certain market power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're being like the people that are being censored are the ones that are supporting like insurrection and attacking people like Jim Jordan is still on Twitter. He's not off oh. Twitter. Yeah. You know, Marjorie, Mar Marjorie. He's going to get the Medal of Freedom. Did you hear that? I think he already got it. Yeah. I, Trump was planning it this week, but did you hear what Belichick did? You know, our um, Patriots football Yes, Bill Belichick said, thank you, but no thank you. Yeah, I thought that was the first time I've, I've had any respect for him, really. So <laughs> that was pretty good. Good for him. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene is on Twitter. Jim Jordan is on Twitter. They're not kicked off. They're not silenced. They, well, that's, that's the that is the thing that is really just stupid about about what what the, about that censored mask or about people crying about because uh, Parler got cut off. Like you're on well, Twitter speaking on behalf of Trump, right? They, I mean, really, there's they're they're basically carrying his water. Yeah, and they don't need to. And sure. the and 
and even even if Trump is all pissed off because he got uh, kicked off of Twitter because he was inciting a riot, or he was he has been continuously he can go on, his front lawn he can go, on, he can go on his lawn. He can have a press conference anytime he wants. He has been able to speak to literally any news station almost his entire <laughs> life. Have you he noticed just that doesn't Fox have Twitter? Carrying, yeah, carrying everything like, live. He's doing. I, they've they've cut back. Actually, Fox is cut back cutting on what? what they're showing. Uh, Fox, Fox is cutting back on on Trump. They're trying to unhitch their wagon from Trump. They've been oh, doing yeah. that for yep. the past few months. Just Too slowly, late. like leaning back and saying, you know, and they're actually losing a lot of viewers for it. We're not actually with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. They, they're actually uh, losing a lot of conservative viewers to uh, Newsmax and OAN. They're actually uh, oh, changing up their, their afternoon schedule to, uh, to try to keep more viewers. It's really interesting. Like their opinion stuff is encroaching on the news section of Fox News. Yeah. Well, and I'd also just like to point out that there's a certain grim irony in uh, the party of free market solutions (laughs) (laughs) being upset that private companies operating in a free market, you know, (laughs) make decisions about, you know, how their bottom line, about their bottom line. Because, I mean, you know, uh, I honestly, I, I don't think... Um, I don't think these decisions are being made purely on a moral basis. I don't think it's simply a matter Gee. of, yeah. I, I I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to impugn uh, or or try and not impugn, impute uh, motives too much to these people whom I've never met. You know, I don't know to what extent you know Mark Zuckerberg or Jack Dorsey or yeah, Bill Gates or whoever. You know, um. You know how much they are really like God. I hate Trump, or God, I hate Nazis, or or like God, I love Nazis. I can't wait for the next beer hall putsch. You know, whatever. I I don't know to what extent you know a few oligarchs are getting to call the shots here, uh, purely based on their whim, and how much of this is them just saying like, you know, if we don't, uh, uh, you know, toss these guys in the garbage soon, it's going to really cost us a lot of money. You know, market pressure. Yeah. Right. And and you know uh, that's part of what conservatives believe in, isn't it? Market pressure, uh, you know, people entities. being free, yeah, across well, the across the spectrum. I, I yeah. don't think I don't think there's very... I don't think there's any argument that Amazon, Google, Twitter, Apple, etc., are not commercial entities. That like that's all they are. I have been told multiple times when I'm like complaining about. A corporation or something or something that I don't like that someone that like a large company is doing or how they're like squeezing their customers or something like that. I have been told, well, go make your own. You can do that. This is America. Go make your own. And I'm like, now I'm saying like, go make your own Twitter. Oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> yep. Go make your own and Twitter on a place that doesn't hate you. Um, good luck. Yeah. You know, that's that's your responsibility. If you don't like the way that Twitter's being run, I personally like I think that Twitter has too much power, but it's really specific it has to be really specific and everything. That's that's well, one thing. But if you're if you're just like wanting to go and spew lies and and make people mad, then go off and do your own thing. Go to Gab. 
That's your choice as an American. You have freedom of choice. Well, you know, Go. you know that Please whole thing me. about if if you have a cake if you have a cake store and anybody comes in from the public, you have to serve them. Oh, right. But what if I want a gay wedding cake? Well, you but if them. you if if you <laughs> so is so our Facebook are they are they public forums? Are they just the utility produced? We we talked about this with two thirty. They're not a utility, but, um, but no, but. Are they a public space? Do you have to, is it where you have to serve everybody? No. Unless they violate your terms of service, but do you have to serve everybody? If they, if they are being, if people are being discriminated against, then that is one thing. Services. You don't want a gay person. That you can't do that. Oh, so up until very recently you could for trans folks. It wasn't against the law. I know. That's I'm glad it's not that way anymore. But the people but, that are getting kicked off, the people that are getting uh getting accounts we purged. Hate? No, there's people kidding. that are well no, this is important because there are people that are the reason they're doing that is because they're getting they're breaking the terms of service of violence. the thing. Violence. And yeah, all terms of service, one of the things that is legally required is if you change your terms of service, then you have to notify your users. That's why we get all those emails. Well, you don't get them, uh, uh, Sue. But that's why we get all these emails all the time like, oh, just they so you know, we're changing our terms of service, blah, 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 you know? So, yeah, but it, they don't have to tell you. You're supposed to double check every three minutes to see if it's changed. Yeah, they, ha- they, well, they have, have to, to send you an email. I mean, they, but the the thing is, like, sometimes there's like an adjustment. A lot of companies like, don't. Too bad. Yeah. Too bad. That, I mean, uh, honestly, like, yeah. if you're if you're if you're using this, uh, if you're using like a platform to try to hurt people, and the platform says no, 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 then and and it's in their terms of service, like you you can't use racial slurs on our platform and you say i agree after after assuming and they assume that you read everything and then you do it you're basically it's like crying about breaking the law like i i think i should break all these windows no you can't you're going to jail but I don't want to. That's basically what it is. Well, you plus, know what it is. You know I want to find world. a forum where I can say racial slurs. Exactly. So, yeah, I want Go. a forum where I can say. Right. Go to 4chan. They do that all the time, trust me. And yeah. you can do that. You can do. You can go do that unless – and then that company can, dis, can decide what to do with you. But until then, you are you, – you have to follow the terms of service that you literally agreed to. When you signed up for this thing, and one of those things is, you can't commit, like, can't incite violence. It's right there. So, sorry. Right. Plus, of yeah. course, you know, movement conservatives are the ones who are like, no, uh, you know, a baker should absolutely be able to discriminate against trans people or you know, gay people or, or black people or because whatever. Because of religious know? beliefs. Yeah, that's, a, that's exactly. A, that's the holy yeah. grail is religious beliefs. So, so if businesses, you, you know me, I'm an atheist. So right, me too. So, I mean, <laughs> if, if businesses, if the businesses they like can behave that way, why can't the businesses that they don't like? But we are actually at the halfway point of the show. So we're oh going to take goodness. a, a yeah, short break here on politics. <laughs> Oopsie doodles. Eh, we're, we're 
for just a half an hour, I think. So right. we're going to take a, take a short break, play some PSAs, promos, station IDs, and then we'll be back with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized and orderly, and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's Subculture Music Program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. Science is real, from the Join me for Evidence-Based Radio, Friday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. to learn more about science and skepticism. You can email questions or topic requests to evidencebasedradio at gmail.com. That's Friday nights from 6 to 7 on Valley Free Radio. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP. 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, and I'm still doing the show with Sue Timberlake and John Roberts. And, hey, yo. And we've been talking about uh, the uh, attempts by Congress, by the House of Representatives so far, to hold President Trump accountable for the violent coup, attempted coup d'etat that happened uh, last Wednesday. The insurrection. The insurrection, um, as the uh, article of impeachment uh, accurately labeled it. And um, we've talked a bit about the debate that was happening in the House. Uh, I, I think it's it's it makes sense, by the way, in my opinion, that uh, the House did not bother to have, you know, hearings or other sort of committee measures, but went straight to the, right, you know, here's the article, let's vote on it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everything that has everything that it's about has been widely reported on happened in public um you know it was observed in real time like there's no disputing yes the president gave a speech on on uh, last wednesday and after that a crowd of people did go to the capitol and did start breaking things and attacking people and killing people so like none of this is uh you know there, there didn't need to be any fact finding or whatever but uh, nevertheless, there's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so at this point, uh, I think, uh, the, the question starts to become one of talking about 
accountability and and what it means and how we get it and uh, what the obstacles to it are. And uh, Sue, I know you uh, have been thinking about this a fair amount. So uh, I don't know. Why don't you get us started by uh, telling you what you're looking for for accountability and from whom? Like like who should be held accountable? You know, I think a lot of this will come out in the in the Senate trial. I mean, the one concern is that it's going to be the first hundred days of Biden's term. And we've got so much to do as a country um, to try and regain our footing here. So but I do hope that, you know, a lot of this comes out. and It's really clear who was involved and who did what. And I don't think you necessarily had to say, go, go shoot people. I think your intent can be taken from what you were doing, how you were behaving when, you know, Pence was trying to get help for the, uh, you know, to protect the Capitol building and, you know, people, people were nowhere to be found. So I, you know, law and order requires that people are found guilty. So So one thing that, uh, you know, uh, good paid up lefties like me are pushing for is that Republicans who, uh, uh, even after the uh, attack on the Capitol last Wednesday, uh, still voted to challenge the results of the Electoral College, you know, uh, results that have been heavily scrutinized and certified by the various states and, you know, are, you know, legitimate, you know, reflect popular vote totals and are as legitimate as any Electoral College vote is ever going to be. And of course, you know, that that can lead to great people saying like, hey, Electoral College sucks and you're not wrong. But that's that's a whole separate thing. Um, so, you know, what about the people like Ted Cruz that. or I mean, Josh is- Hawley or, you know, members of, you know, the hundred odd Republicans in the House who even after that insurrection voted to, you know, voted in accordance with the the lies that led to that violent uprising? Should they be? I, I should worry, they be thrown out of I, Congress? No, I worry about starting. To, that is a legitimate. I mean, I think I think that in past races, people have, you know, not successfully, but have voiced their opposition to some of the votes, and I I think that's a legitimate. I mean, that is part of the rules of the House and Senate that you can do that, and part of that electoral college piece. I worry about doing a purge of anybody that, that I, I didn't like it, that they voted not to certify the electors. But I, I, I worry if, if we start, you know, it's sort of almost like a litmus test and it is within the rules that they could do what they were doing. I don't, I don't like it. And if they were my congressperson, I, I wouldn't like it. But I worry if you start to purge people for, for making that vote. Now, now being an encouraging in the, um, you know, in the incitement and and going down there and giving speeches and, you know, sort of being whole hog with the folks that tried to destroy the, the Capitol. I think that's a different issue. But taking a vote to to oppose certification of the election, I don't like it, but I, I, I worry if we start to go down that path. And here's a question really for you guys. How do, how do we heal the country? Because, you know, 50 percent of the you know, 49% of the vote voted for Trump and 51 voted for Biden. You know, how do you, how do we, how do we recover from this? I speaking of being accountable. Let me, let me say a couple things. One, I expect senators and Congress people to vote in what, in what they think is true. And I don't think that those people actually thought 
that the elect that the election was rigged because if they did then they would have they would have gone with the courts and all of the trump appointees that said no it's fine the the white house's appointees it's like saying that there are there there is evidence that there is uh um an issue with the with the vote when there literally is none that is not voting uh in with in full faith so if you want like if they, people vote against their you know they know it's not true but they've traded a vote we'll vote for this for you and you vote for my bill when it comes up they do that stuff all the time well this I, is di- hold on mike 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 yeah. i'm sorry this yeah. is different because there they were they were forwarding the the lie that the people outside that broke in that tried to kill people and did kill someone uh that was the lie that they were pushing and clearly they didn't think not all of them thought that that was a an actual thing because some of them backed out and they didn't vote for it so clearly those people thought okay well i'm not going to vote for this now and if they really believed that and if they really even a horse traded it then they would have still done it so also, liars I, 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 and, I, I, yeah, I'd just like to <clears throat> jump in and point out that the the distinction uh, uh, Sue drew earlier is I, I I think you've you've misunderstood uh, the the history you're talking about here. So there have been instances, for example, in 2004, uh, a Democratic member of the House, uh, and I forget who it was. Her like, name. I yeah, forget which two Democrats. I might have been might have been Maxine Waters or I something. I think it was Maxine Waters. Yeah. So, um, but there were there were objections to the electoral college uh, results in Ohio in 2004 because there had been reports about issues with voting machines there, and uh, you know the company I believe it was Diebold, you know being essentially like all in for for George you know W Bush's reelection and whatnot and there were concerns about uh, uh, electoral viability and the security of the elections and so forth so when the uh, electoral and those college machines are banned so, are banned now right yes I think so yes um yeah. at least in Ohio uh, but so when Congress met to cons- to count the electoral college votes uh a couple of Democrats raised an objection. And what that did was that meant that the two houses had to separate and hold two hours of debate considering those objections. And when uh, yeah. she raised those objections, uh, the, the Democrats were like, we are not saying that the election in Ohio was invalid. We are not saying it was stolen. We are not saying that these results uh, are incorrect. What we are saying is that there are issues about poll accessibility and the the mechanisms for considering how uh, how the votes are actually counted, and we want to think about that. Take make Congress take a moment to think about those issues now, when we're all in agreement about what happened before it becomes like an actual bone of contention. And then after that two hour debate. Congress got together to vote on whether on those objections, whether or not to accept them or not. And I believe they voted unanimously to reject them. Even the people who made them said, okay, now that I've had my 
you know, that, now that we've had our two hours to talk about this, the carry debate. on, we, we accept it. And that is not what the Republicans did <laughs> I, in the House last week. On wet, last Wednesday, after the objections were heard, uh, you know, because some, some against. they voted against. Yeah. They said, nope, even yeah. after hearing this, these uh, uh, electoral college results are lies. They're filthy liberal lies. And yeah, so that's a very different thing. I will say that I I personally do not think that they should be ejected for those things. I just dislike them. And I think that they have a a personal or it they have a responsibility to what happened because they were pushing this narrative that whipped everybody up and they have been pushing this narrative for months and months. Um, sort of, Sue, sort of more like McCarthyism. I, you know, the I, McC- I guess, McCarthyism. I well, and, and I guess I'm, I'm here. I think I'm hearing what you're saying and it's, and it's more, you know, the, if it's a procedural thing and they can do it and then it, they debate for two hours and it's over. Um, that's that's one thing. But if you think of it as like the McCarthy period where, you know, it was fabricated and it ruined a lot of people's lives and people went along with it. And, you know, it, it got called out finally, but there was a, a period there where it was sort of the it, 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 it's really um, sinister the, the what it does to the organization to have people who are, you know, dissembling and, and uh, so they don't get blamed for stuff. They go along with it. Is it more along those lines that you're saying that it's not particular act? It's actually the willful misleading. I I have a problem with the willful misleading. Yes. Uh, If a, if a rep votes for something I want, I don't want them to be completely lying about it. Uh, either they are doing it to better their their district or uh, help their constituents, or they have a full faith that what they're doing is right. If they, if those, I mean, those guys or uh, those people could have said that they they honestly believe that the election was stolen, and to that I say, what the hell. But I do want to, we don't have a ton of time left, and this is going to be a big thing. So, uh. Uh, healing the country. Mm, um, yeah, the Republican Party needs to expel any and all people that had something to do with the with the insurrection, that were pushing lies and pushing like filth to their constituents and and riding the coattails of a a two timed impeached president. They need to boot them out. They need to uh, restructure and they need new leadership because Mitch McConnell is, in fact, a coward or else he would be having the the hearing right now. But he's pushing it off. So other people so someone else can deal with it. So if they if they really want to heal, the first has to come accountability. They have people have to own up to what happened. Because during the impeachment trial or the impeachment debate, I heard so many people, like a bunch of people on the right, say, uh, yeah, this was bad, but what about this? Like this whataboutism like bull. No. I was you caused, gonna, a, I was you gonna, caused an attack on the Capitol. My Shut opening up. line for our show tonight was gonna be 
Benghazi. Oh, <laughs> oh good point. Jesus. Oh, that's what that's the bomb you were talking about an hour ago. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Actually, what I was going to say is I have a friend who's very successful, colleague, very successful, owns, you know, multinational corporation. And um, I was talking to him about how you heal, how you heal the country. And you guys are going to scream when I say this, but he said, have Biden take Trump aside in an undisclosed location with no cameras and ask him to like help make out, heal, make out. <laughs> yeah, help heal the country. Punch and, the um, <laughs> and, um, and, and Biden and Biden offers him a pardon if he'll help heal the country. No. Now, we, uh-uh. we all know that Trump would go to the front steps of the of the White House and declare that Biden had offered him a deal. But how do you how do you heal the country? And that's what I was going to say, because I said you guys would scream at me for saying Biden should pardon him. But if Biden was really good with power, he would have he would have gotten to him back channels and would have tried to broker something that would make it. So this because this could be a nightmare for his first how do you days. Brokering, brokering something with Trump is not going to work because he wouldn't he's not good at negotiating things. It. He's well, not going to be. Yeah. Yeah. There are several problems. One, Trump can't be trusted to keep his word Two. Uh, the thing Trump loves more than anything is being uh, a star. He likes being front and center, you know, uh, hogging all the spotlight, getting a lot of attention, speaking to crowds. You know, that's that's what he loves. That's the that's the thing that matters most to him in the world. And, what if you offered him a pardon? And so, offering him a pardon, the only thing that the pardon. Uh, the, what he's concerned about, what he's afraid of, is going to jail, is actually facing consequences for his actions. And the problem is that a federal pardon... Um, wouldn't touch New York. Yeah. No. I mean, yes, it wouldn't touch New York yeah. or Georgia. And Trump is absolutely in violation of Georgia election law. But, oh, right. What he did with the Secretary of State. And right. other calls, too. But but that's, that's actually a separate thing. It's so... If if a federal pardon is only good up to the moment that it's issued, that's that's one thing, and uh, so uh, either either a pardon means Trump has now gotten the thing that he most wants that he can't just get for himself, and so you've lost all the leverage over him that uh, you'd have, you know. So like at that point he'll he'll be like, well, hey, now that I'm I'm pardoned. I can feel free to ignore the the agreement we just had because I'm certainly not a gentleman and I'll just go on TV and st- keep on blabbing away doing what I do. The other thing is that uh, I don't think Trump can stop himself. So the problem Trump would face is that if he continues in the kind of inciting insurrection behavior that he's been carrying on up until now, if he continues to do that, once Biden takes office, even if Biden were to give him a pardon the instant Biden, you know, took the presidential oath, you know, if Trump goes out the next day and incites the crowd once again about how the election was stolen and it's fraudulent and people need to fight like hell for him, that's incitement to insurrection all over again. That's another federal crime. And I, the idea that Trump could stop himself from doing such a thing, because at root, it's about his aggrieved ego more than anything. You know, Tr- Trump Trump's a sick man. He can't help himself. So there's no deal to be made. There's no deal to be had because Trump is incapable 
like constitutionally, emotionally incapable of honoring it, even if he's even if he were clever enough to recognize that it was absolutely what he needed to do. So you can't heal with a knife in your back. You need to take the knife out and have surgery. Yes. You, you, you can't there can't be healing while these people uh, are still in power and while the because and this is the thing that everybody needs to remember. A lot of these people are QAnon and or QAnon adjacent or just white supremacists and just using this for to, to get their own way. Uh, Boogaloo boys and everything like that. But when if Trump actually says you need to go home. I I don't want if he even went on TV and was very strong about what he wanted and what he didn't whatever. If he did that, they would not believe him. They would think that is part of the plan and he's sending messages or something. Yep. Coded, they're, they're, coded messages. Yeah, half the country, like not even like, you know, less than half the country, but almost half the country voted for him. There are many yep. many reasons why they voted for him. I think most of those is because they're conservatives. They don't want uh, liberal ideas in the government, so they're going to vote for the conservative. They're locked in. That's they, what they have to do. Yeah, they, and, don't, they don't want single-payer health care, et cetera. Yeah, they cetera. don't – well, they don't want you know like taxes going up and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. I don't care because those – like the only way you can heal the country is to get the poison out. Hmm. And that means all the and people, to stop the people who've been stabbing you in the back from continuing to stab you. Well, yeah, we're crossing lines here, but yeah, yeah. you have to get the poison out. You have to get it out, and you have to stop the snake from from biting you, from continually biting you. This is you can't heal while the poison is still in your veins. And that's what is happening right now. There is a small segment of the population that will want to attack the government because they don't like who won an election. That's why. There's no there's that's it. They don't like they don't like Biden, so they're gonna attack the government. That's what's going on. And if we don't get rid of these people, and I'm not saying conservatives. Everybody listening. Thank you. I'm not yep, saying I conservatives. Thank you for that. I I want to very strongly say this. If you have conservative ideas or ideals, we can talk about them. We're people. That's that's what the whole point of the show is. But if someone comes on, if someone came on the show and said talk, started talking about QAnon and where we go one, we go all and all that stuff. You know, Excuse the lizard me. people are really controlling everything. Well, that that yeah, is kind of whatever. But if they start, then I would say, no, shut up, get out. Because you are you are causing riot like you are causing harm to people. We need to get rid of that stuff out of our politics. And the only way of getting Trumpism out of the politics at this point, because I kept saying if they if we don't vote them out, if we don't get rid of them, then it's going to take root. Yeah. The only way we can we can get rid of it is to forcibly get rid of it. That means anybody having to do with this insurrection, anybody that was there, anybody that hurt anybody, they need to be 
stripped of power. Kind of the same way that we demanded accountability after World War II and held the Nuremberg trials? If we yeah. actually held the South and reconciliation. If yeah. we truth actually held the South if we actually held the South accountable after for what the they Civil did, War, you mean? Yeah. After the Civil War. If we actually held them accountable, because we didn't, because there is a, a clause in the Constitution that says that anybody that is a traitor can't hold office, but then everybody got waivers. 14th, yep, 14th yeah. Amendment, So if which you, is they're talking about for exactly. Trump. So if you want to get rid of all this, if you want to get rid of all of this crud in the system, you need to force it out. Force I it agree. Out. So have you... Can we end on that that healing image of Kamala Harris? I think, uh, Mike, you were going to link to it or something. And the, the shadow that's of that young girl being uh, taken by National Guard. to her we're trying to end on yeah. an image on radio, but I don't know how well it will work. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, people, people should go look at it. It's it's very it's very. It'll sweet. be on the it's website, nice. civilpoliticsradio.com. Yeah. 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 So uh, I hear the music, so I think it's probably about time for us to wrap up this episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And get, ready, <laughs> and get ready to uh, hand the mic over to, uh, <clears throat> um, to uh, Subculture. Uh, so we've got that coming up at 8 o'clock, followed by Table of Contents at 10, and then OK Asia at midnight. Um, a podcast version of this show will be uploaded to the various streaming services, usually over the weekend, but otherwise whenever... You know, our esteemed producer can get around to doing it. Um, quite so. And uh, we do still have the rebroadcast Mondays at 4 p.m., so I hope you're listening to us then. And that'll do it for Civil Politics uh, for this week. Coming up five days after this broadcast, uh, at noon, the beginning of Joe Biden's presidential administration, uh, Knockwood. So, uh, yeah. We'll be back to all the normal problems of the disappointment of, uh, of uh, you know, American electoral politics and the Democratic Party and whatnot. And for I, for one, can't wait. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Anyway, that'll do it. <laughs> I know. Out of the fire, back into the frying pan. I'd so, like to stop being so angry, personally. Anyway, we are way over time. I apologize. Well, thanks for listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, everybody. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.